Anyone who's been a parent or has had to look after and feed young children will know the joy of getting them to eat their greens. Why would we do that? Why would we bother? Hey, this is Richard, and welcome to the Pandemic Startup. So when you were younger, do you remember having dinner and dinner was put in front of you by your mum or dad or whoever and you looked at it and thought, oh, I don't want to eat that. I don't want to eat all, all those green things and, and vegetables and stuff. I, I don't fancy that. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to eat it. And, and they, would, they would say to you, wouldn't they, eat your vegetables. Eat your vegetables because they're good for you. And they are like, like, I like broccoli and I like peas now and I like sprouts and cabbage and things like that. They're good for you. I know they're good for me as a kid. I hated them. Absolutely hated them. I didn't want to eat my vegetables. I was okay with potatoes, but the rest of it could could go to hell as far as I was concerned. And my mum and my dad would make me eat those vegetables. And then I, I became a parent and I found myself making my own children, children that I love, children that I brought into this world and I care about deeply, three of them, making them eat those horrible vegetables. How, how awful, what, what, what a terrible person I am, or I was, or I have been, to, to force them to do something so awful that they didn't want to do against their will. Why, why did I do that? Why did my parents, why did my parents who loved me and brought me into the world make me eat vegetables? The answer, of course, is they made me do it, and I made my children do it, and you will have passed on the same wisdom to people around you, because it's good for them. Because you can't just live on a diet of Coca-Cola and crisps. We could try, but you won't last very long and you certainly won't be very healthy. We know as adults, as parents, my parents knew, and their parents knew to tell them, you need vegetables and in your diet in order to live a healthy life. They did it because they knew it was good for me and they made me eat the vegetables because they knew it was good for me. It wasn't a punishment. They didn't do it because they hated me. They didn't make me do something awful because I, I'd done something wrong and I deserved to be punished. And that's exactly the same as with my children. I wasn't making them eat vegetables because they not tidied their bedroom. We have to do something sometimes. We have to do lots of things sometimes that aren't good for us. Sorry, that aren't pleasant, but that are good for us. Like, for instance, going to the gym. I, mean, I actually like I like going to the gym. I do like working out. And never been that fond of team sports, never been that fond of competitive sports. But the gym, weight training, particularly in my own head, lifting weights, get, it, it's my happy place. Or rather, it's a place that I've grown to love. But actually, it's a really, really hard activity. It breaks down your muscle fibers, you actually damage your muscles by weight training. And then it's as the muscles repair themselves back together, you build a, a better body, you build a stronger body as your muscles grow bigger to cope with the fact that you're putting so much load on them by weight training. It's not, at times, a pleasant activity. It's not a pleasant activity when, when it's leg day. Goodness me, anybody that weight trains goes on about leg day. And you see a lot of young lads particularly who every time I see them in the gym are working on their arms and chest, their disco muscles, as I heard somebody call it. You very, very rarely see them on the squat rack or doing deadlifts or leg press or leg extensions because leg day is really, really hard. Your legs are big muscles. 
your leg muscles use a lot of blood and that tires you out when you're exercising them and then the day after leg day your legs hurt they're sore because you've worked them hard so anybody who weight trains and does leg day speaks of leg day as as a thing to be feared perhaps maybe that's a little bit strong so why do i do leg day every week once a week every week one of my sessions is squats and deadlifts and it's really bloody hard because it's good for me i know that i'm building a healthy strong body I know that by working my body like that, my heart and lungs are getting stronger and that will lead to a longer life and a healthier body in old age. So I do it because it's good for me. And here's the problem. It's really easy to convince yourself to do something when the reward is instant. If somebody says to you, do this thing and something pleasant will happen, there's an immediate reward. I guess if your parents said, eat your, eat your vegetables... And you can have an ice cream afterwards. Well, there's an immediate reward then. If they say, eat your vegetables because they're good for you, you'll grow up healthy and strong. That's a distant reward. People are sort of conditioned that, to go for the instant reward and not for the more distant reward. And, but the thing is, more distant rewards are often hard to work towards, aren't they? They're hard because it's that long uphill grind of, for instance, weight training, of building a healthier, stronger body. It does not happen in two sessions at the gym. It happens over years and years of hard, difficult training. So, yes, you can kind of say, if I go to the gym today, I'll have an ice cream when I get home. There's an immediate reward, but you're undoing some of the hard work. You have to focus and think about the long term and convince yourself that I'm doing this today because I want the results in a significant period of time in the future. That's a hard thing. That's much, much harder than when you're motivating with an instant reward. But so many of the good things to have in life do not come with an instant reward. Learning any skill, learning a musical instrument, takes a long time of hard, hard practice. If you want to be a virtuoso pianist, go for it. But it's going to take a long years of hours and hours of practice every day. Practicing a musical instrument gets boring. Practicing any skill can get boring, but you have to do it. It's eating your greens again. You have to eat your greens. You have to do the things that are difficult, that are unpleasant, because those are the things that when you push through them, as well as getting physically stronger, you get psychologically stronger. By making yourself go to the gym every day, by building that into a habit, like habits is a whole other thing to talk about a different day, but by building that habit, you become mentally stronger. When you get up in the morning and the last thing you want to do is go to the gym, but you make yourself go to the gym, that exercises a different muscle. That exercises the muscle between your ears and builds willpower. And that is well worth having. Because even when your physical body falls apart around you, as we get older and we get less physically strong, and it isn't possible to be as strong as we've been before, psychological strength will carry us through. So many examples of people where when, when everything, when physically everything is gone, it was the will to keep going that kept them going. So again, building that psychological strength is another reason why we must do things that are, metaphorically speaking, eating our greens, working out at the gym, running, writing, learning, sometimes even reading, taking on a long and difficult course of education because we want that end result, because we want to become people who study, people who exercise, people who are fit, people who run businesses. So what have you got in your life that's eating your greens at the moment what is what's your equivalent of eating your greens in your life in your work in your business 
Now think about it like that. It's not pleasant. It's not always easy. But there's a much better long-term result. Hope you enjoyed that. And I'll catch up with you tomorrow. Cheers. 